0: Hey guys, welcome back to What's Up Crimes. My name is Jen and I'm sitting here with MK. Hello everyone. And today we're going to talk about Getty Primes, MK. Uh, Let's try and be as
1: excited as we possibly can.
0: (laughs) I'm really curious to see what everybody else thinks about Getty Primes. I hear some people say that it's an absolute masterpiece. Other people who say it's pretty unlistenable.
1: I would love to talk to somebody that's really into it. Because I feel like we're, you know, as we get into it, I'm sure most of our opinions are quite aligned. Yeah. I would love for someone that absolutely adores this album to, to reach out to us,
0: please. Yeah, well, I, maybe we just don't get it artistically. But first, we need to talk about Grimes News because she's still been all over Twitter. Mm. The baby, the surgery, the saga. Where do you start? I guess the surgery. So she had plastic surgery. MK and I discussed mm-hmm. it in DMs. As of this recording date, we don't know what it is yet. No. Do you guys think it's
1: elf ears? I mean, why would there be bandages? I guess it could be it before the surgery. I don't know. I don't think it's ear surgery. The bandages were around her ears.
0: That's right? what I've heard. And supposedly the plastic surgeon she went to specializes in something called a ponytail facelift, which is like what? a A mini facelift?
1: Yeah. I had to Google it when you told me that because I had never heard that term
0: you learn something new every day so we'll see what it is you and I plan on having a live stream once we know what it is so we can discuss it as 30 year old grown adult ladies yeah we have (laughs) opinions (laughs) um yeah so she (laughs) She posted that picture of her plastic surgery and then she was like tweeting boom, boom, boom after that. And one of the tweets that she put out was a picture of Baby Y, which was confusing at first because we weren't really supposed to ever see Baby Y. She wanted to keep Baby Y out of the media. And we got a really cute picture of Baby Y over a Nietzsche book.
1: Yep. Yep. And listening to techno. Can't forget that part. Cannot
0: forget that part. The baby looks super cute. Mm -hmm.
1: Love that the... the little bow reminded me of the red bow that she's wearing for.
0: Yeah, back when she was DIY Grimes. Yeah, the good old days. The good old days. She released that and then she tweeted about NPC. And it looks like they have kind of a, they've done some more work on NPC. She says that they will release their first solo on her new album, which she then said in a tweet won't come out until January of 2023 at the latest. So, I don't have to apologize on this podcast anymore. Because I was going to apologize if it came out on September 30th. I don't have to do that anymore. Oh, oh man.
1: Yeah. I mean, aren't they mixing? Like, there isn't much more to be done when you're mixing, from what I understand.
0: Well, and she said back at the Met Gala that it was finished in her little Vogue spot, but you know, neither here nor there. Maybe she added to it. I don't know. So that's what we got on Grimes News. Getty Primes is the first in our series on Grimes albums. And we're going to go through them one by one up to obviously Miss Anthropocene. And then, of course, Book One will come out and we'll have another episode. Getty Primes debuted in January of 2010 on Artibus Records and Claire was 23 at the time. When did you first listen to this album, MK?
1: i tried several times i've made many attempts but this time it was homework and i stuck to it but you know i and i'd abandoned it i wouldn't i didn't listen to the whole thing through before it was hard for me to just jump in um i was listening to some my that that uh album review she did of herself on youtube that was one of the first videos i saw too but i loved how she categorized this album as like cyber twee yeah. And that um, it's a very MySpace album, which is a very apt review of it. It does feel very
0: ground floor grimes. It does. And especially for being 23 and trying to figure out what you're even doing with music. It's also interesting because if you read some of the reviews about it, some of these reviewers are like really into it. Um hmm. For example, Pitchfork is one, and Pitchfork said that the melodies are hooky and sweet, but each track has a throbbing undercurrent of menace that pulls you in like a riptide. It's hard to pinpoint exactly from where this pervading element of darkness springs, especially since on paper, most of the lyrics read like valentines. For example, pretty much every discernible chorus revolves around the word heart. I mean, I didn't pick up on that, so that's new. I thought you were
1: going to say the word baby. She loves to say that word. She loves the word baby.
0: She also loves X, ex, X's, before she had baby X. So, I didn't notice that. Huh. She said, um, when we talk about Halifax, we'll get there. She said on Halifax that she liked X's at the time. So she decided to make it Halifax, which is funny because. Who
1: says that? <laughs> Grimes. <laughs> I'm really into X's right now.
0: Grimes. <laughs> like, Do you have a favorite letter,
1: MK? I don't think I have a favorite letter no i have a favorite number like a what, lucky number what is it uh, it's 11 it's with like, my basketball number and it was oh. like everywhere i would like you know go to church fairs and like win cake yeah. with the number it just was like a magical it's been a magical number yeah um but no
0: letters that's a good no number yeah, yeah i don't, do I I don't have a, i don't have a favorite letter I do have a favorite number but it's in a lot of my passwords so I'll (laughs) refrain (laughs) but it's like it's it's a large number and I don't know why it's my favorite it just always was it's a large number yeah it's like in the hundreds and for some reason that's my favorite number and it always was so that is so grimes possibly the three-digit number it's a three-digit number Wow. and so because it's a three-digit number people guess when they see it that like oh is that your birthday because it's three-digit number right it is not I just like this number and I always have since high school and I can't remember where it came from so there's that uh you were correct that C calls it a post-internet album and states that it is the most MySpace album ever apparently it was made on GarageBand with instruments such as pencils on tables oh that's right she did say that in that interview too
1: Um, she was like I didn't think anyone would listen to it either she was like I made this for like my roommates have you ever made
0: anything for a roommate absolutely not
1: I'd be like no I made this album for you
0: yeah absolutely not well have you had roommates that you like that's another question
1: hmm that's a very good well I guess my husband
0: yeah I (laughs) have not liked any of the roommates that I've had ever Minus partners Yeah
1: Yeah I had I had some interesting Roommates in college Same One was real real, A real bestie And she actually Lives right where I moved Which is funny Um I know But everybody else was Very interesting I went to a very odd art school
0: Oh Yeah I didn't know you went to art school (laughs) I went to Bennington College Yeah Yeah what yeah.
1: uh-huh <laughs> this is news <laughs> to me yeah uh-huh yep so, so you met some i was people. very yes i was very much in the crowd of like early grimes which is funny to me that i didn't like know her at the time oh, yeah or know about her most people most artists like her did the like campus trail around that time like joanna newsome oh yeah like that whole crowd of musicians with the dredson Dolls, they're like playing just college campuses um,
0: but I'm surprised she never made her way. Yeah, it is really surprising. Kesha came to my school. Ooh, I'm, I, uh, I dipped out on that one. I did not attend that. Sorry for the Kesha lovers out there. Um, okay. So as we all know, the album's title, Getty Primes refers to Dune, of course. Um, and that's yeah. the fictional planet Getty Prime. From the Dune novels by Frank Herbert and of course those novels originated with the 1965 album Dune which of course is now a movie did you see the movie? I've seen both movies yes I love David Lynch
1: but and this might be controversial uh I I, I love what's his name Kyle McLaughlin I love mm-hmm. Twin Peaks I love everything that David Lynch does except that movie Mm. I can't get into it. Um, it's almost like, again, I'm sorry, people. And I know Grimes loves Lord of the Rings. I just, and I love sci fi fantasy most. Like I love Blade Runner. This is a whole other podcast. Oh, yeah, sci fi. Right um, we'll just in general be ranting about this. <laughs> sure. Um, but, anyways, I could not get into the movie. The new movie was pretty good. But again, there were moments where I'm like, I'm sleepy. Um. Yep. (laughs) So I've never actually read the book. I probably would enjoy the book more, um, but I haven't read it like you have.
0: Well, I listened to it on Audible for the first time. um, And this was when I first found Grimes. And then I saw the movie and I've seen the movie several times. And I think it's it's good. I'm interested if, if I could ever ask the more in-depth questions, I'm interested, like, can you give me specifics of what this means to you? Because it's striking an emotional chord every time you think of it. She's mentioned her son. She she really sees her son in the movie. Just what is it oh, specifically yes. that gets well, you? Well, be- yeah, like predating
1: that. I mean, obviously, she feels that way about her son. It's like a big passion of hers the, yeah. the concept of that book and you can see it in all her recent work it's very you know the post-apocalyptic space stuff is yeah. very prevalent in that so it kind of aligns with her whole like aesthetic right now I guess
0: yes so it's I circle. see you- I see the full circle. I would just be interested to ask more in depth questions. Apparently, this was released on only 30 hand painted cassette tapes. If you are watching on YouTube right now, I will insert pictures of what those look like. They were red tapes. Have you seen pictures of these, MK? They're super cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super yeah. cute. Very DIY. There's 11 tracks total on this album. Um, the first track refers to Another Fictional Planet. The next track refers to Military Rank. Um, and then the third track, that's Zol Face Dancer. That's where we're at right now. Oh, I actually really like that, that beginning of that one. There's yeah, that, certain moments in in certain parts of the album where you're like, okay, there yeah. she is. Yeah, I can I can get into this. Like, this is, this is a vibe, right? And then... Um, that was the Zold face dancer one. That's a type of human in the series who can shape shift track six uh, refers to uh, an antagonist of the first novel in the Dune series. Uh, The 10th track refers to a minor character and then track 11, which is beast infection refers to the beast, the nickname of the character Rabin in um, Dune. So she said in the interview that both you and I watched the the one that's wildly popular about breaking down her albums um, that she had envisioned if she had directed the MySpace, I'm sorry, the movie, there it is, of Dune, what the soundtrack would look like.
1: And yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, what did she say? She didn't say unrefined, but she said something along the lines, it's really rickety. It's the album is rickety, but that's kind of the appeal to it.
0: Which I can see, and I think the appeal to it to me is not so much the the way it sounds, but more so the concept behind it. That's very grimes. Of yes. oh, I envisioned what a soundtrack would look like to my favorite book, and so then I yeah. made it. That's fascinating.
1: Yeah, and it's she. She felt comfortable at the time. I'm surprised she was 23. To be honest, I thought she was younger. Same. Um, but she like was using an already created world to kind of test out what it feels like. And now she creates her own world. So it was like riding a bicycle almost. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think it's absolutely fascinating. It's it's very typical Grimes. And I can't imagine what it was like at the time making something and thinking like, nobody's gonna listen to it. And then now you're this big star. And what it's like to have people go back and listen to the stuff that you weren't really a fan of in your own discography.
1: Yeah. And usually when it's your, I, I mean, I would assume as an artist, your first album, you don't, you don't think very highly of it, really. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it might be embarrassing, it might, uh, but I, I do, I like that it exists basically because of the concept, but also it, it's very Grimes. It kind of put her on the path to now. Um, she learned from it you know she Mm -hmm. learned how to mix and do all that stuff in Garage Band and and kept making albums
0: yeah worked her way up Um, you alluded to this before but Grimes did not expect the album would be successful and assumed that no one would ever hear it she's also stated that she now feels the album was naive and while that might be true again like that's where you started though it's not supposed to be some classic masterpiece you know you didn't have the skills that you have today
1: yeah, I mean, naive is a great word for it, you know? I mean, as a first attempt at an album, that's not bad. I would love to know the other MySpace pages she had, though. She's like, I I had a bunch of bands on MySpace, and he was like, what? Where? Yeah. What are they called?
0: Yeah. I also wonder the same thing. Apparently, she has these, like, alters on her social media. I want to know. What are these what? alternate accounts? She has these alternate accounts that she oh. apparently... Uses which I would too. So you're not on your like main yeah. account.
1: Isn't that what she meant to tweet the Minions tweet under?
0: Yeah, she that they like were apologize. aesthetically terrorism, aesthetic terrorism. I aesthetic believe are the exact words. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm curious to look back at at uh, if if her old MySpaces were available. Do you know what your old MySpace looked like? Like, do you still have access to it?
1: I haven't tried to log into it in many moons. I don't even know if I even used the email associated with
0: it anymore. Same. <laughs> so long ago. I tried to look for mine because mine was very cringe, which wasn't most people's. But everybody, everybody had a cringe MySpace. Very cringe. I, I used my MySpace to get the attention of people that I wanted to start drama with, which I think is the point. Oh, snap. Well, you could choose your top friends, remember? Like you could choose who was. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I would do that. And you could, you could like post messages on a message board that your friends could see. I'm trying to remember. It was like okay. a modern day fa- like Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Became became yes. like an extension of that after MySpace died. It did. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. I liked MySpace for the music always. Oh yeah. You could find so much there. And like, it was before Spotify and other things were more free. So it was like a good cross between having to like download stuff and buy stuff.
0: Yeah. And I felt like on MySpace, you had so much control over what your page looked like, which mine was a cringe fest, obviously. Oh, Tons of bright colors. had
1: glitter all yes. over the place,
0: right? Same. And and I remember getting Facebook and thinking to myself, oh man, like now, I don't have all these options because Facebook is still very much like non-personable, other than like your profile page and your your cover or like your banner.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't really ever go on Facebook anymore. Same. Sometimes.
0: Same. Yeah. What do you mainly use? Like, what social media do you find yourself on the most? I love it. Just Instagram. See, I don't want Instagram to die. I know it's going to die. I don't want it to die. I'm in
1: full-on denial, I'm in full-on denial because I came kind of late to the party, you know, as a grown adult lady. I've I've known about it, I just never was like, I want to actively post. I'm typically the the kind of person that likes to enjoy a moment and not constantly take pictures, which I need to get better at because I'm like, I need more pictures of my kids (laughs) because I'm enjoying the moment, but then you don't really build as many memories. I went to this conference just sidebar with this girl who she was like taking pictures so naturally and video so naturally of like every little thing like walks and whatever we did, um, like ice cream. And I'm like, she's so quick and fast with this. It's like a part of her generation. She's like a couple years younger than me. And I was like, I don't know if that's better. I mean, she's capturing nice stuff but is she actually in the moment? Is anyone really in the moment?
0: No, I think you're absolutely missing out and you're not being mindful of your surroundings. And I think it's just a sign of social media addiction. Look what I'm doing at all times. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's how it struck me at first. But then I was trying to, you know, I, she has she probably has like thousands of photos per week, you know.
0: And thing. But are you really going to look at all those? Like what happens to the thousands of photos that we all take? Like what who's going to look at those? Maybe you guys do. Maybe you spend the time to sit down and look through your 1500 pictures from the time you went to the lake last weekend. I don't know.
1: Maybe um when we're all gone and a new civilization arrives, they'll find like the last phone or device that has like all your ridiculous photos. Yeah and
0: they're like what is this who are these people this is awful. <laughs> who's grimes <laughs> who was grimes they should find the podcast they'll know all about it <laughs> um obviously we see grimes bring up getty primes over and over and over again and of course dune inspired her met gala look in 2021 which I remember seeing her on uh, the carpet at the time and, and it looked very grimes. And then when she said Dune, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And how interesting that she decided with the theme of Americana, we're going to go with Dune versus anything else, because I think she just wanted it to fit the theme, obviously.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's futuristic potential Americana. You can squeeze it in there. somehow. Um, yeah, I, I love that story. I don't know how soon after she was like, let go from the, from the grime set. I didn't realize she was actually like employed through them to be an influencer, I think. And then they fired her. Yeah, I remember reading about that what, too. exactly? I'm trying to remember what she was
0: fired for because she said, right? Or it just didn't work out.
1: yeah but she definitely she said she did something um but you know
0: she probably said something I was gonna say knowing Grimes like the lady was tweeting about her plastic surgery while she was like in recovery and then tweeting all of her normal Grimes-ish stuff like hours after surgery and I'm like that what a typical Grimes thing to do like just start tweeting why not um The other thing that I'll say about Getty Primes is it's interesting, like we said before, that people have different opinions. And I was on Twitter today. One of my favorite fan accounts, and I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, Favriel IO, I'm so sorry, they go by Aaron, um, tweeted today a hot take. And they said, Getty Primes is low-key unlistenable and the aesthetic is messy. I was like, Yeah,
1: yeah um yeah but, but it's important it's where she started the concept behind it just it, it's still very relevant to Grimes now clearly it's something that she never quite deviated from um I bet if she had the chance she would redo a June album
0: you know yeah, I'm kind of surprised that hasn't happened, but I'm assuming something's in the works, knowing C, like something's in the works for for another Dune-related something or the other.
1: I sh- it seems like she's just building her own Dune
0: with yeah. Book One. Yeah. Book, book One's like Book 1,000. <laughs> yeah, where? what are we even doing with Book One? I wonder if they know what they're even doing with Book One. What are we doing, y'all? I want them to put out a news bulletin. Here's what's going on. <laughs> like, what... What happened? I think she just had so much and
1: is arguing with them about what, where it goes, like placement of songs. Cause it's obviously like a double concept album or something. I don't know how many, you know, I think she said 20 songs or something. I don't know. That's a double album and with like B-sides. So she is arguing with them and they're probably correct with what they know would be the right artistic, you know, bebop to put out there. Jeez, I'm a grown adult lady. I've
0: never used that word. (laughs) We are grown adult ladies. I remember the first time I used the term sus. Like, I like the term sus, but I remember the first time I heard, like, the younger children say it, and I was like, it's a good one. Mm -hmm. So now I use Mm -hmm. it when I I want to.
1: I learned that from my son. And dabbing... Oh, yeah. I learned dabbing many years later after it was, it was like no, not no good anymore. But yeah. My kid was into it because he was four. <laughs> Absolutely. That was his thing. But I, <laughs> but I also like, I feel like I've been a grown adult lady for a while now. I'm like, oh, this is, this is, this keeps happening. This keeps, uh, I'm still a grown adult lady. It's not going back. It's not going
0: Forward. no i remember the first time somebody said something that i didn't recognize what the term meant and i and i remember feeling like oh man and like everybody knew the term and i was like man that makes me feel old
1: yeah when you have to google and it's like urban dictionary yes
0: yeah. like it's laughable but that's that's where we're at it's grown adult ladies i wonder if grimes ever struggles with this i need to know
1: she seems to keep her lingo young She has, like, plastic surgery in her words, too. It's, like, they're very, like... She talks, like, gamer talk. Yeah. But also, like, the appropriate youthful acronyms in Twitter,
0: too. Yeah, like... abbreviations. People will question whether or not they think C is actually on social media, and I'm like, if you look at the way whoever is posting posts, it sounds like Grimes. The way she talks on her social media which is interesting because it's totally different than you hear her talk in real life where she sounds very intellectual and academic Yeah. But on social media she sounds like you're talking to a 15 year old that's yeah I've never thought about it that way
1: it it is a very useful like lingo she uses and yeah. I don't know if it's like just for Twitter to fit more words in or if, like that's how she talks in texts. I mean, the texts with what was that girl? Was it not Megan the Stallion? Oh, um, who was that girl? She had
0: beef with. Oh, why is it like at the top of my head? Something Banks Azalea Azalea. Azalea there it Azalea. is. Okay.
1: Um. Anyways, the texts with her are very much like you read the texts yeah. between them. Yeah. What are very like. C can be salty yeah and that definitely those those texts are very similar to how she tweets
0: yeah agreed and that's why when people question like oh are these real i'm like yeah look at them like look at the way she talks versus what these tweets or these texts look like it's very similar yeah
1: yeah if i were her like social media person i would be like can i just see your twitter it's <laughs> real quick can I see your phone Your phone's real cool. I love the
0: new background. Can I hold it? I need the passwords. Five minutes. (laughs) And I am curious about that because I think sometimes Grimes is just Grimes and is unstoppable. And I think there's that line between I'm a celebrity versus I want to just live my life and say what I want to say, regardless of whether 1.5 million people are going to see it online. And that must be a really difficult, challenging thing. You
1: have to just not care. Yeah, But it does affect you. I mean, I I would suspect part of her medical issues that she referred to earlier this year were probably a lot of mental stuff, I would assume, you know? Yeah. Like dealing with just being bombarded by paparazzi constantly. People after your children and they're small and infant, like they're in their infancies, you know? One isn't even out of toddler age that must be very hard and knowing who to trust, like hiring nannies, like say what you will about people that can afford them, like having a nanny and being able to trust that person with your kids is stressful. You know, I would assume I don't have a nanny, but if I did, I would think it would be, you know, do I trust this
0: person? Exactly.
1: To not talk.
0: Exactly. And especially when they're with that person 24 hours a day. You know, cause like when, yeah. when X travels with Elon, you know, they have a nanny with them. They have to have a nanny oh. with them. Yeah. And I'm no, like, sure. I know that it's gotta be somebody that they trust 110%, but that person is then there with that child, parenting that child for over 24 yeah. hours. Who do you trust to do that? Unless it's a family member. And obviously yeah. there's really good nannies out there. This is not me knocking a nanny. I'm just saying, I think that as a parent, that has to be incredibly difficult to make that choice.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's horror stories out there. Susan Sarandon's daughter, she had like a third baby not too long ago and the nanny like felt the night nurse fell asleep and dropped the baby like on his head. He was fine. He had like some fractures but she fell asleep and dropped your baby. Like that's just like and it can happen to anyone if you're so tired, if you're worn out like you know trusting anyone else with your baby is even at school. Like I'm like I don't know if I like that teacher. Yeah. You know, you just, you've developed hardness because of it, because you, you know, the world. And I think that's a lot of why she's probably had some issues, people coming after her kids, trying to get information.
0: How do you manage your own anxiety as a mother when you do leave the boys with somebody so you and your husband can go out or with schools and having to transfer schools? So these are all new people. How do you manage your own anxiety?
1: I talk to other moms, right? Uh, I kind of ground each other. And then, I mean, talk to your husband, you know, just talk about it because you're gonna feel that way. And when nothing bad happens, you're like, oh, okay. So, you know, I'm all right. We're all okay today. Um, And they're growing. That's the part about it that's hard is like, they're growing and they're outgrowing just me and just your dad. They need more in the world. They need to experience more. And that's hard to not always be a part of that journey with your kids.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I always wonder what it's like for kids who are living with helicopter parents or maybe homeschooled, not saying that every homeschool parent is a helicopter parent, but aren't really allowed to experience very much. Mm -hmm. I think that inhibits your child later in life. I think it should be age appropriate what you're exposing them to, certainly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I try not to do that because they're just going to resent you. If you're just on top of them, trying to make them the best at something that they may not even like, I, you know, if my kid doesn't like it, he doesn't have to do it. I mean, if it's homework, that's different, but (laughs) an activity like sports or art, if you don't like it, you
0: don't have to do it. Right. Yeah. Cause otherwise, like you said, The resentment builds. They made me do it. Now I hate this thing. Mm -hmm. So I get it. So we knew walking into the Getty Primes podcast that this one would be really short compared to the other ones. And if you're with me on my Instagram page, I did lives in the same style where I did a breakdown for every single album. And I remember the problem with Getty Primes is there's just not much information out there because she wasn't big at the time and so the the next few podcasts will be significantly longer but for getty primes there's just not much information and that's what we've got yeah big things coming though so the end of this week we have casper who will be joining us the comedic relief everyone needed (laughs) and then next week we have dave who is a nasa scientist who will be joining us and our individual podcast that week will be about space how exciting very excited. Very excited. So guys, that being said, that is our very brief overview of Getty Primes. We appreciate you so much and we value value your feedback. Value <laughs> you feedback you. There it is. <laughs> we value your feedback. It's the end of a work day for me and MK, if you can't tell. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back later in the week. Have a good one, guys. Bye, guys.